that takes me through when life is pressing me I have a sword of power from above I'm wrapped up in my daddy's big arms of love and I can claim the blood Jesus shed on Calvary On my mother's side, according to flesh, Jesus Christ is born a human being, and he is still a man at the right hand of God. Right now. It's not just the spirit up there. There is a man. There's one mediator between God and man, the man, Christ Jesus. He's still a man, like you. Now, one day you'll get a glorified body. Praise God. Praise God. But Jesus stood for man in the covenant. He stood for me. While I was yet a sinner, he died for me. But he is also the Lamb of God. He was the covenant man that stood for man and stood for God. Two families had been separated from the fall of man were reunited down that cross and a blood covenant was cut. Hallelujah. On my mother's side and on my father's side. Hallelujah. In the temple one day He shared with the doctor And they were so amazed Never had they seen One so young speak so swill They asked him many questions The conversation went like this Son, what's your name? How old are you? Said on my mother's side, they call me Jesus. Oh, 
goodbye They call me Brother Joseph must have failed When looking through the door that day He heard his son reply Said I'm the King of Kings and the Lord of Lords On my father's side They said, son, where are you from? And just what are your plans? <laughs> Said on my mother's side Oh, but on my father's side, it's the new Jerusalem. On my mother's side, I'll be crucified. But on my father's side, I'm gonna rise. That I the Lamb of God, and I am the Son of Man. I'm Alpha and I'm Omega, the beginning and the end. And on my mother's side, I'll stand in for man. Oh, but on my father's side, I'm gonna stand for But on my father's side, I'm gonna ride. On my father's side, in three days, I'm gonna ride. Glory to God. Well, glory. Father, tonight, in Jesus' name, we humble ourselves before the Word of God. We say this night, what we learn, we will put into practice. We will not be a hearer or just a listener to your word. Father, we'll be a doer of the word. We stand before you committed to do that in Jesus' mighty name. If you can agree with that, shout amen. amen. Praise God. Praise God. Well, let's see where we're going to start. Start uh, Open to Deuteronomy 21. Open to Genesis 25. Open the Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Now, I've got a lot of Scripture tonight to read. I usually try not to read that much Scripture, but to get something across, you have to prove it out of the Word of God. You know, a lot of times people have has theories. You know what a theory is? That's that fellow's opinion that he can't prove. See, if he can't prove it, he'll call it a theory. See, like Darwin's theory or some of those, cannot be proven. Praise God. But the Word of God says, In the mouth of two or three witnesses, let every word be established. We don't find one little verse here and make doctrine out of it. We find two or three that line up with the same thing before we say that's what God means. Don't ever just find one Scripture and run off with it. Line it up with two or three more. Scripture interprets Scripture. Not men. Men don't have a right to interpret the Scripture. God interprets Scripture with other Scripture. Amen. Tonight I'll talk to you about the blood covenant and the firstborn rights. Now under the firstborn rights, the first eldest son, the eldest son got all the blessings. And the bloodline came through that eldest son. You know, when Joseph's brother sold him into slavery, it looked like that his father liked Joseph the best and the firstborn was not going to get that right. And they was jealous over him because 
the blood covenant calls for the firstborn son to have all the blessings. Now, what would happen, those old men of God, they would know when it was time for them to depart the earth. They knew when it was time for them to die. And most of the time, the supernatural gift of faith would come upon them and they would start prophesying and they would have their sons, their early sons, to put their hand in the bend of their legs and they would begin to prophesy the blessings of God upon them and that blessing would last that, that eldest son's whole lifetime. Now the other kids got blessed, but nothing like the eldest son. He got the main everything. He got the home place. He got double portion of everything that uh, 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 the rest of them got. Deuteronomy 21, 15th verse. Said if a man have two wives. I can see right quick this fellow's in trouble. <laughs> One beloved and the other hated. Now, I'm just reading a couple of scriptures out here. and uh, because You need to read the whole chapter. Write it down and read the whole chapter. If a man have two wives, one beloved, another hated, and they have borne him children, both the beloved and the hated, if the firstborn son be her heir that was hated, then it shall be when he maketh his son to inherit that which he hath, that he may not make the son of his beloved, first, beloved firstborn before the son of the hated which is indeed the firstborn. See, he's got to follow the rules. This is covenant law. Now, if he does not follow this covenant law, this is a death-doomed covenant. Now, you know Jesus bore our curse, but this carries a curse with it. Now, if you don't keep your end of this bargain, God's got a right to annihilate you. Now, we, the sin of our... Fathers, all our iniquities was laid on the Master. That's why we have a better covenant established on better promises. Because Jesus took the curse, but the blessing of Abraham's are still ours. Praise God. So he may not, he may not make his son of the beloved firstborn before the son of the hated, which is indeed the firstborn. But he shall acknowledge the son of the hated for the, fir for the firstborn by giving him a double portion of all that he has. For he is the beginning of his strength. The right of the firstborn is his. Praise be unto God. Now we know that God appeared unto Abraham and told him, Walk thou before me and be thou perfect, and I'll make an everlasting covenant with you and to your seed after you in their generations. Praise be unto God. And we know that the firstborn, he got all the blessings. Now, I mean, he got, he got the book of everything. Now, if they had 40 kids and some of them had a lot of them, they still got blessed because they were covenant people. But the bloodline was carried through the firstborn. And this firstborn had a right to establish the covenant with Almighty God. For his generation and for his family. Who are you of? I'm of Isaac. Abraham, Isaac, Jacob, the eldest son, had a right to establish the covenant. Praise be unto God. Now the firstborn had to receive this thing by faith. And he had to want it. Praise be unto God. You know, we read through the Bible and we see all those baguettes. That's big time important to God. That's big time. Because it traces that ancestry and that bloodline that came through Abraham, who he first made covenant with. Praise God. In Genesis, the 25th chapter, turn over there. Now we're going to read more scripture than I usually do, but we're just going to have to do it. That's all there is to it. Praise God. Genesis, the 25th chapter, 
We'll start the 21st verse. And Isaac entreated the Lord for his wife because she was barren. And the Lord was entreated of him, of Rebekah his wife, and Rebekah his wife conceived. And the child struggled together within her, and, and she said, If it is so, why am I thus? And she went to inquire of the Lord. And the Lord said unto her, Two nations are in thy womb, and two manner of people shall be separated from thy bowels, and the one people shall be stronger than the other people, the elder shall receive the younger. All right, we know this whole story. Now, we know what the whole story uh, 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 amounted to. She had two sons, one named Jacob, one named Esau. Now, Esau was the eldest child, and the firstborn rights should come through him. But Esau didn't care enough about them. He sold them for a, 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 a bowl of beans. And he didn't think enough of that right to even fight for it or anything else. Let me tell you something right now. If you think these blessings of God will just fall on you, you're wrong. You're going to have to stand up and take your rightful place. You've got a right to stand in that name of Jesus and proclaim your covenant right. Now, if you don't, it, you need to talk, come to me and expect me to get them for you. It won't work long. I can help you a while, and we can help one another for a while. But when you, what about when you can't find anybody? That's when you need to know your rights. Praise be unto God. Praise God. All right, pick it up about uh, 27th verse. And the boys grew, and, and Esau was a cunning hunter a man of the field, and Jacob was a plain man dwelling in the tent. And Isaac, now Isaac's the father, loved Esau because he did eat of his venison. And Rebekah loved Jacob. And Jacob sawed pottage. And Esau came from the field, and, and, and he was faint. And Esau said to Jacob, Feed me, I pray thee, with the same red pottage, for I am faint. Therefore, his name was called Edom, or Red. In other words, Esau, they just called him Red. And Jacob said, Sell me this day thy birthright. Sell me your birthright. You know, a many Christian has sold out his birthright not knowing his rights. Not knowing his rights and die with cancer and sickness and disease not knowing that they've been redeemed by the blood of the Lamb. Not knowing their birthright. Not knowing. I've seen preachers not have anything. I mean, not have anything. I was telling Marsh and them about a fellow called me the other day. Had a church. He was, he is poor-mouthing. Poor-mouthing about, well, I, we can't, we, they don't give, they this, we ain't got this, we ain't got that. And I told him, I said, you want me to help you with it? He said, I sure do. I said, well, you need to close that joint up and come learn you something. But I haven't seen it. You say, that was hard. Well, it's just about hard as you can tell it. I couldn't tell it no harder. You know, but you got to get someone's attention. Look, if it's working, then God will meet that need. My God meets our every need. Amen? When someone's always trying to pull somebody for some money, something's wrong. Hallelujah. Well, now listen to him. Jacob said, Sell me this day thy birthright. Esau, Esau said, Behold, I'm at the point of death. Or he said, I'm, I'm about to starve to death, about all he said. I'm about to starve to death, man. I'm hungry. <laughs> and what profit shall this birthright do to me? And Jacob said, Swear to me this day. And he swore unto him, and he sold him his birthright unto Jacob. And Jacob gave Esau bread and pottage, of lentils, lentils is peas, bowl of beans. He did eat and drink and rose up, went his way, and thus Esau despised his birthright. The Jewish Old Testament said, thus did Esau spurn the birthright. He spurned it. The word spurn means to reject, to refuse, uh, uh, to strike with a foot. In other words, he didn't care enough about his kicked it over. It ain't nothing to me. 
like kicking over a cloud of dirt. It ain't nothing to me. I need them beans. See? Now let me tell you something. This firstborn right meant that you got a right to make covenant for your generation with God. This firstborn right meant that whatever your father had, bless God, you got a double portion compared to the rest of the children. This meant that blessed be God, all the blessings of God that He promised Abraham, they would come on you from that day forward. I mean, you're a blessed man, spiritually and physically, financially. I mean, you're blessed. Now, they, though, see, Jacob, what he done wasn't right. He didn't do what's right. But let me tell you something. He had a heart for what God's promise said. He had a heart for God. He had a heart for God said, I'm going to get that birthright. Huh? He didn't miss it much, you know, being born, you know, twin. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. So Esau didn't care enough about his firstborn rights. Uh, he didn't think he was worth a bowl of beans. Praise God. But Jacob believed the promise of the firstborn. Hallelujah. Look in the 27th chapter. 27th chapter of uh, Genesis. Start in the first verse. Said it came to pass when Isaac was old and his eyes were dim so that he could not see. He called Esau his elder son said unto my son, and he said unto him, Behold, here am I. And he said, Behold now, I'm old and I know not the day of my death. Or I know it's shortly. But therefore, take, I pray thee, thy weapon, thy quiver, and thy bow, and go out in the field and take me some venison, and make me a savory meat, such as I love, and bring it to me, that I may eat it, and that my soul may bless thee before I die. And Rebekah heard it. His wife. And when Isaac spake to Esau his son, and Esau went to the field to hunt for venison and to bring it, and Rebekah spake unto Jacob her son and said, Behold, I hear thy father speak unto Esau thy brother, saying, Bring me venison and make me savory meat, that I may eat and bless thee before the Lord, before my death. Now therefore, my son, obey my voice according to which I have commanded thee. Go into the flock, fetch me from thence, Two good kids of, of the goats, and I'll make them savory meat for thy father such as he loveth. And we know the story. She cooks this. And eleventh uh, verse, and Jacob said unto Rebekah his mother, Behold, Esau my brother is hairy, and I am a smooth man. And my father peradventure will feel of me, and I shall see, uh, seem to him as a deceiver. And I shall bring a curse upon me and not a blessing. You know, you stop right there and figure that out right quick. The only fellow that ever, that talks about it went by feelings in the Bible, he got fooled. <laughs> so you can't go by feelings and get the blessings of God. Hallelujah. You go by the Word of God. You know, I woke up a many times and feel like I wasn't even saved. I didn't even feel saved, lost, or anything else. I woke up hurting and everything else. So, it don't matter, but I don't go by that. If I went by that, I'd have everybody praying for me. But if I go by the Word of God, I trust in God that Himself took my infirmities and bare my sickness. Hallelujah. And I have a covenant right to receive them. Praise God. Hallelujah. He went and fetched 14th verse like his mother told him. Praise the Lord, praise the Lord. 16th verse, she put the skin of the kid uh, uh, of the goats upon his hands and upon the smooth of his neck. And she gave the savory meat and the bread which she prepared into the hands of her son Jacob. And he came unto his father and said, Father, and he said, Here am I. Who art thou, my son? And Jacob said unto him, Father, I am Esau, thy firstborn. Wait a minute. You mean God's going to honor a lie? That's one of the Ten Commandments. Thou shalt not lie. This fellow Jacob, he wanted that firstborn blessing. Esau rejected what God had said in the covenant. 
He rejected His covenant rights and therefore He broke His covenant with Almighty God. Now I know what Jacob did here was not correct. But I'm telling you right now, God's looking for a man that believes in the promises of Almighty God. He's looking for a guy that'll say, yes, I want that firstborn rights. I'll stand for it. Blessed be God, I want it with all my heart. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. You know, Jacob, that name stands, uh, a word meant trickster. Jacob's name was changed to Israel. And twelve sons he had were the twelve tribes of Israel. Now you say what you want to. God knows that those people were spiritually dead. They were not born again men. Blessed be God. But he saw something out of Jacob that he wanted that birthright. Now let me tell you something. Esau, he ain't just Harry. And he ain't just Booger Red. Are you listening to me? This guy's salty. He can whoop Jacob grabbing at him. Don't you know that's went through Jacob's mind? When he finds out what's going on, well, he finally, over there when he uh, uh, became rich and everything, and he run into Esau again, he thought Esau was going to kill him. But Esau, he done because of the covenant. Now, he didn't get the double portion, but he got a portion of it. But we want the best. We're shooting for God's best. We're not looking for the third portion. Hallelujah. Jacob said unto his father, 19th verse, I am Esau, thy firstborn, and I've done according to all this. And Jacob, 21st verse, and Isaac said unto Jacob, Come near, I pray thee that I may feel thee, my son, whether thou be my very son Esau or not. And Jacob went near unto him, under Isaac his father, and he felt him and said, The voice is Jacob's voice, but the hands are of Esau. That feeling business will get you in trouble sometimes, won't it? Hallelujah. Hallelujah. And he cerned him not because his hands were hairy. 24th verse, and he said, Art thou my very son Esau? And he said, I am. And he said, Bring it near to me, and I'll eat of uh, uh, my son's venison, that my soul may... Bless thee, and he brought it near unto him, and he did eat. And he brought his wine, and he did drink. And his father Isaac said unto him, Come near now, and kiss me, my son. See, his voice don't sound just right. But he's feeling of it. He can't see, he's old. See? And he feels of it. You'll reach over one of them kids and feel something, and he feel like he's got 105 fever. And if you go by what you feel like, you're not going to believe God. See, sometimes it's best not to be feeling. Hallelujah. You need to be believing instead of feeling. Amen. Praise the Lord. 32nd verse. And Isaac his father said unto him, Who art thou? And he said, I am thy son, thy firstborn Esau. Now, back up a little bit. Back up a little bit. 29th verse. Hallelujah. 27 verse. And he came near and kissed him and he smelled the smell of his raiment and blessed him and said, See, the smell of my son is that of the smell of the field which the Lord hath blessed. Therefore God give thee of the dew of heaven, the fatness of the earth, and plenty of corn and wine, and let people serve thee and nations bow down to thee. Be the Lord over thy brethren. And let thy mother's son bow down to thee. Cursed be everyone that curses thee, and blessed be everyone that blesseth thee. And it came to pass as soon as Isaac had made an end of blessing Jacob. And Jacob was yet scarce gone out of the presence of Isaac his father, that Esau his brother came in from the hunting. Now, you see how important the anointing of Almighty God is. The anointing is up on Jacob here. He ble uh, up on Isaac and he blesses Jacob. And this blessing and this supernatural gift that's on him to pronounce this blessing, it don't stay on him all the time. And when it left, 
That's all of it. The she's over. He's pronounced the blessing. 32nd verse. And Isaac his father said unto him, Who art thou? When Esau come in. And he said, I am thy firstborn. Uh, I am thy son, thy firstborn es Esau. And Isaac trembled very exceedingly. And let me tell you something. Son Esau knew he was in trouble then. Someone else has done got my blessing. Someone else has got the firstborn blessing. And he said, and he said, who? Whereas he has taken this venison and brought it to me, and I have eaten all before thou camest, and has blessed him. Yea, and he shall be blessed. Now this guy is blessed. 35th verse. And he said, Thy brother came with salty and hath taken away thy blessing. And he's got it. 37th verse. And Isaac answered and said to Esau, Behold, I am, I have made him thy Lord. And all his brethren have I given him for servants. And with corn and wine I have sustained him. And what shall I do unto thee, my son? And Esau said unto his father, Hast thou but one blessing, my father? Bless me, even me also. Oh, my father, man. And Esau lifted up his voice and wept. It's all over, son. You sold it for a bowl of beans. You didn't think much of it. When you hung, when you was hungry, you rather had beans than you had the blessing. See, sometimes, some of these times, you have to stand your ground in some tough spots when you'd like to be doing something else. A lot of times, you'll have to go and be praying and praying and believe in God a lot of times and walk off and leave your friends and everything else you got going. You understand what I'm saying? Sometimes it ain't going to just fall on you like my hat Mariah at a wedding party. It's not going to just all of a sudden down it comes. See, you have to stand your ground. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Look at that 33rd verse again. And Isaac trembled very exceedingly said. Man, when he went to shaking and trembling right there, Esau knew how important that firstborn blessing was. I've lost. I've lost it. Praise God. Praise God. Praise God. Hallelujah. Well, look in the 38th chapter of Genesis. 38th chapter of Genesis, first verse. And it came to pass at that time that Judah went down from his brethren and turned into a certain Abdulamite whose name was Hira. And Judah saw that there was a daughter of a certain Canaanite whose name was Shua, and he took her and went in unto her, and she conceived and bare a son and called his name Er. And she conceived again and bare a son, and she, she called his name Onan. And she yet, now listen to him, this is very important. You know, he didn't just write, this ain't a story. This ain't Donald Duck. You understand what I'm saying? This, this isn't Robin Hood or some kind of something else trying to fill in some pages to make something interesting. This is very, very important. See, there he's got a son named Ari. Got, got another son by this woman named Onan. Fifth verse, she came, and she yet conceived again, bare a son, called his name Sheila. And he was at uh, Sherib when she bare him. And Judah took a wife for Ari, his firstborn, whose name was Tamar. Now listen. He went and got him, got, got his firstborn, you know, got heir, a wife, seven first, and heir, Judah's firstborn was wicked in the sight of the Lord, and the Lord slew him. Now what's he gonna do about a firstborn? Now who's gonna, who's, who's gonna continue on with the covenant? Who's the next one in line gonna be able to make covenant? Now the firstborn died, so it falls to the second son. Now let's read about him. Eighth verse, and Judah said unto Onan, Go in unto thy brother's wife, 
and marry her and raise up seed to thy brother. See? But Onan knows something. See, he's not a numbskull. Onan knows if he raises up seed to his brother, the bloodline is going through Tamar over here. And it ain't going to fall to him and his family. Now, he's got that much sense. Well, anybody can figure that out. Judah said unto him, eighth verse, Go in unto thy brother's wife, marry her, raise up seed to thy brother. And Onan knew that the seed should not be his. And it came to pass when he went into his brother's wife that he spilled the seed on the ground lest he should give seed to his brother. The thing which he did displeased the Lord, wherefore he slew him also. Now see, this big time stuff gets to follow and get the firstborn right. See, if the firstborn don't get it, then the bloodline, it does not follow the bloodline. It breaks the type and shadow of the Lord Jesus Christ. He's going to break that thing. Just like when Moses struck the rock uh, uh, and it, it brought forth water and he got mad and struck it again, the rock, the Lord Jesus, was smote one time. See, and you smote it again and you broke the pattern. You understand that? You broke the type and shadow. Now, it's supposed to go through this firstborn. And Tamar, you know, it should have went through Tamar. A ninth verse, and Onan knew that the seed should not be his. Tenth verse, thing which he did displeased the Lord. Eleventh verse, then said Judah to Tamar, his daughter-in-law, remain a widow at thy father's house till Sheila. See, he had three sons, said, I got another son. Now, he's peewee now, but he's going to grow up. Now, when he grows up, he's going to be your husband. Now, you may be 75 and he's 21. Now, that don't sound like a too good of a prospect for a happy marriage. Then said Jude 11 verse to Tamar, his daughter-in-law remain a widow at the father's house till Sheila, my son, be grown. For he said, lest peradventure he die also. And as, as his brethren did, and Tamar went and dwelt with her father in her father's house. And in the process of time, the daughter of Shua, Judah's wife, died. Now Judah is the father of these three boys. He's raising Sheila by himself. The other two's dead. And Judah was comforted and went up unto the sheep herders to, to Timnah. And he and his friends, Hira and Hira the Abdulonite. And it was told Tamar saying, Now Tamar is the widow woman. Now she's the widow of heir who the bloodline should go through. Onan, he didn't follow suit. Then neither did he give him Sheila, the young one. Now he said he was, but he didn't care through. Thirteenth verse is told uh, Tamar, saying, Behold, thy father-in-law goeth up to Tim Timnath to shear the sheep. And she put her widow's garment off from her and covered her with a veil and wrapped herself and sat in an open place, which is, by the way, of Timna, for she saw that Sheila, see, that's the little boy, was grown, and she was not giving him unto him to wife. When Judah saw her, he he thought her to be a harlot, because she had covered her face. And he turned into her by the way and said, "Go, go to, I pray thee, let me come in unto thee." For he knew not that she was his daughter-in-law, and she said. What will thou give me that thou mayest come in unto me? And he said, I'll send thee a kid from the flock. And she said, Will thou give me a pledge till thy sin? And he said, What pledge shall I give thee? And she said, Thy senate. In other words, thy ring with thy covenant stamp on it. Give me that senate and thy bracelet and thy staff that, I, that is in thy hand. And he gave it her and came into her and she conceived by him. And she arose. And went away and lay, lay her veil from her and put on the garments of her widowhood. And Judah sent 
the kid by the hands of his friend, the Abdulamite, to receive his pledge from the woman's hand, but found her not. Then he asked the men of the place, saying, Where is this harlot that was openly by the wayside? And they said, There was no harlot in this place. And he returned, he returned to Judah and said, I cannot find her. And also the men of the place said that there is no harlot in this place. And Judah said, Let her take it to her, lest we be shamed. Behold, I send this kid, thou hast not found her. And it came to pass about three months after that was told Judah, saying, Tamar thy daughter-in-law has played the harlot. And also, behold, she is with child of whoredom. And Judah said, Bring her forth, and let her be burnt. But when she was brought forth, she sent to her father's house, saying, By this man who these are, I am I with child. And she said, Discern, I pray thee, whose these are, thy senate, thy bracelet, and thy staff. said, Now this whose is these? And he couldn't say nothing but their mind. And Judah acknowledged them and said, She hath been more righteous than I. Do you see how important that firstborn rights was? I mean, God's after faith. God's after you believing in that promise. God's after you bless God. He wants that heartfelt that I want this with all my heart. Now, I know they done wrong. I'm not saying, oh, they just done lovely and God just forgot it and overlooked it. No, bless God. He saw they were after it with all their heart. They wanted that firstborn rights. It's a thread that runs all the way through that Bible, even into the New Testament. Blessed be God, even to where it said, Mary brought forth her firstborn and wrapped him in swaddling clothes and laid him in a manger, praise God. He stood for all of mankind, hallelujah, as the firstborn. As the firstborn. Praise God. Hallelujah. 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 Praise ye the Lord. Praise ye the Lord. Praise ye the Lord. Well, you know, because it, 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 it takes so long to read all this, praise be unto God. We see that they were after that. Then Tamar had twins. Tamar had twins. And the one stuck his hand out first. They tied a ribbon around his hand. But then he pulled it back and one came forth named Perez. That was the firstborn. And you trace the ancestry all down through there. We don't see Shelah in there as getting the firstborn rights. No, God moved over there and honored what Tamar said. I'm going to take care of the firstborn rights. Hallelujah. And she had a son and his eldest, her eldest son was named Perez and he's in Jesus' bloodline. Praise God. Hallelujah. See, God is after you wanting that promise. God is after you desiring more of Him. After you believing in your covenant rights. Praise God. Now he knew these folks. Praise be unto God. Praise be unto God. He knew they'd done some things that wasn't right. But I'm telling you, they'd done some things that was right from the heart. Wanting this promise. Praise God. Praise God. It meant everything when they got the firstborn right. The first eldest son got, I mean that, I mean it, it was it. Over in Zechariah, it prophesies about the Lord Jesus. He said, I'll pour out upon the house of David, and upon the inhabitants of Jerusalem, the spirit of grace and supplication, and they shall look upon Him that they pierced. And they shall mourn for Him as one mourns for His only Son. And shall be in bitterness for Him as one that has been in bitterness for His firstborn. For His firstborn. Praise God. Hebrews 6.1 calls Jesus the firstborn. Colossians 1.15 calls Jesus the firstborn. Revelations 1 and 5 calls Jesus the firstborn. Turn with me, if you will, over to Romans 8. Praise God. Turn over to the 8th chapter of Romans.
Many of y'all got your shouting clothes on? Well, we're going to shout just in a minute. You just, you don't think I just read all that for just to be reading y'all something? Huh? <laughs> Hallelujah. Romans 8, 29. For whom He did foreknow, He also did predestinate to be conformed to the image of His Son, that He might be the firstborn among many brethren. He is your eldest brother. He has a right to cut covenant for you. Do you understand that? He's got a right to cut covenant for you. But not only that, in Romans 8.17 said we're an heir of God and a joint heir with the Lord Jesus Christ. We got firstborn rights. We got the double portion. Praise God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Praise you the Lord. Praise God. Praise God. Hallelujah. Turn with me, if you will, to the 12th chapter of Hebrews. 12th chapter of Hebrews. Praise God. Now, how am I going to get in on this firstborn right? You've got to be born into them. Jesus said, you must be born again. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. said, you must be born again. Praise God. Roman, I mean, Hebrews 12, 18. For you're not coming to the mount that might be touched or that burned with the fire, nor the blackness or the darkness and the tempest, and the sound of a trumpet, that the voice of words, which voice they had heard, entreated that the words should not be spoken to them anymore, for they could not endure that which was commanded. Now he's talking about the old covenant. Now they couldn't, they did not perform the old covenant. They failed miserably trying to perform it. They did not perform it. None of them did. Moses included. Jacob, I just name them. They all failed. There was failure all through the covenant. Even Tamar playing the part of a harlot. That was a failure. But blessed be God, she's after the promise. Now listen to them. 20th verse. For they could not endure that which was commanded, and if so much as a beast touched the mount, it should be stoned or thrust through with the dark. And so terrible was the sight that Moses said, I exceedingly fear and quake, but you are come unto Mount Zion and unto the city of the living God, the heavenly Jerusalem, to an innumerable company of angels and to the general assembly and church of the firstborn, which are written in heaven, and to the God, the judge of all, and to the spirits of just men made perfect. Jesus, the mediator of the new covenant, that's, that, and to the blood of sprinkling that speak of better things than Abel. Blessed be God, you've come to the spirits of just men made perfect. You are not come to the old covenant where they have feared and trembled before Almighty God. You can come boldly to the throne room of Almighty God and obtain mercy and find grace to help in a time of need. Why? Because i got a double portion. I've come to the General Assembly and the church of the firstborn. Hallelujah. I'm one of the firstborn with a double portion. Praise God. Hallelujah. My eldest brother, he cut covenant for the family. Hallelujah, hallelujah. Praise God, hallelujah. Hallelujah. And he didn't do it by any hook or crook. He done it, bless God, straight up where the whole world could see. The Roman nation, the greatest nation on the face of the earth, the Jewish nation, all the apostles, all of them stood there and seen the blood flow down his side and he cut a brand new blood covenant, the firstborn cut covenant part and made each one of Joint heirs with Jesus Christ. General Assembly and the firstborn. Church of the firstborn. Church of the firstborn, which are written in heaven. It's written down, you've got firstborn rights. <laughs> yeah, but I was born third. Well, not in this. <laughs> not in this. How many of you know you changed daddies? You changed daddies, praise God. Well, I know it, but you ought to know how I was raised. I don't care about hearing you old pull me. Hallelujah. I see where you got firstborn rights. You got a double portion coming, friend. 
Hallelujah! Not only spiritually, you not only got born again filled with the Spirit, but bless God, you got uh, blessed financially. The blessings of Abraham are ours, praise God. If you be Christ, He cut the covenant for as the firstborn, eldest brother. If you be Christ, then you're Abraham's seed. There's according to the promise. His promise was physical, financial. How I many of you know God wants to make you rich? He wants to bless you. Hallelujah. You know, blessing to be down and out, broke, not have anything. God wants you blessed. It's just that simple. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Money ain't the root of all evil. For sure and certain. It's the love of money. He wants you to love God and, and, and seek after that promise. Whatever you find in Him, go for it with all your heart. I mean, if you find it in there, go for it. Bless God, don't back up. It's yours. Your elder brother cut covenant. Hallelujah. Now you've got firstborn rights. I've been born into the family. Well, which one was you, firstborn? I'm an heir of God and a joint heir with Jesus. Well, you was the third child. I was firstborn in the new family. I was created in Christ Jesus. Jesus 2.10, under good work. Can you say amen? We've been born again and have the firstborn right. Praise God. Well, give the Lord a hand clap. Praise the Lord, praise the Lord, praise the Lord. Hallelujah. 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 You know, if you don't, if you don't understand some of that stuff over there we're reading and understand what God's talking about, why He honored some of that, He said, well, He honored that. Look what He honored. Well, I guess it's all right. I'll just sit on the side of the road. <laughs> no. Jesus done got your firstborn right for you. You don't have to sit on the side of the road and play nothing. Hallelujah. He lifted you up out of a horrible pit in a miry clay and set your feet on a solid rock. Praise God. He's restored your dignity. Praise God. Restored your dignity. What's that Sue sings? All your sin and all your shame. All your shame's gone. How come your shame's gone? Because I'm my father's firstborn. Well, I don't know about all that. I know you don't. Well, then learn it. Learn it and start acting on it. Hallelujah. Hell can't hold you. Satan can't hold you back. Praise God. Hallelujah. Stand up on your feet. Praise God.